Welcome to the VML Voice, the official podcast of the Virginia Municipal League. I'm your host, Rob Bullington. Connections. They start with two people meeting. Three people gathering. Four people congregating. Before you know it, you've got a community. A community of people who may not have the same outlook or ideas, but share a sense of all belonging to the same place. How do you maintain connections? With conversations. And that's what this and the next three episodes of the VML Voice are all about. Specifically, the connections and conversations that happen at our annual conference. In early October, VML was pleased to return to hosting in-person events with our 2021 annual conference held at the Lansdowne Resort in Leesburg and featuring the towns of Loudoun County. With all the uncertainty in the world these days, we here at VML weren't sure if we should expect a big turnout this year. But we decided to take a, if you build it, they will come, approach, and put lots of work into planning sessions, securing speakers, making arrangements for a reception and banquet, encouraging our local government members to come, and making it worthwhile for the organizations in our community business member program to attend. Leesburg and the other towns did their part by planning a host night, arranging for transportation, and taking care of dozens of details. As it turns out, we shouldn't have worried. More than 500 people were at the conference. A strong showing for any year, but especially strong for this year. Our members were definitely ready to see each other again, share stories, and learn together. New connections were made, and old connections were renewed throughout the three-day affair. I asked our incoming president, John Steely, a council member from the city of Fairfax, if he wanted to help me capture the spirit of the conference by hosting some conversations for the VML Voice. He jumped at the chance. In fact, he got really good at pulling people out of the conference and into the ballroom where I had set up the recording equipment between sessions. This is the first of four episodes of the VML Voice featuring those conversations. In each episode, you'll hear John talking to some local government people, And you'll hear me talking to some of our community business members and other organizations that were at the conference. So, let's go down now to that mostly empty conference room in Leesburg in early October, where tables are being moved, chairs are being stacked, and some local government folks are sitting at some microphones, sitting on a table in the far corner of the room. Well, welcome to the VML Podcast. We're excited here to have some conversations at the VML Annual Conference. I'm, I'm John Staley, the incoming president of the Virginia Municipal League, and we're joined with a couple uh, town managers here today. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves real quick. We'll start with Kai. Sure. Good morning. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm Kai Dentler, town uh, manager in the town of Leesburg. Excellent. Thanks for being here, Kai. Mercury? Hi, I'm Mercury Payton. I'm the town manager of the town of Vienna. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you both uh, taking some time up in the conference to chat a little bit. You know, one of the things I like most about VML is the connections we can make across the Commonwealth. We can have these discussions and, and conversations, not just with elected, but also with town managers. Maybe you could share a, a thought or a story you have at VML in the conversations you're having, not just in the, in the sessions, but in the hallways and, and else that create those connections or a, a, a share, a, a takeaway that you've had so far th- this, this conference. Sure. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, one of the things that's big right now in Leesburg is employee vaccinations, whether or not to do them or not. And so having uh, the opportunity to have hallway conversations with 
fellow town managers such as Mercury or uh, elected officials across the state to get the different perspectives of what they're experiencing and what their lessons learned have been if they've entered into it or if they're considering it. So for me, it, uh, that informal conversation is very valuable. Awesome. That's a, exactly what we want to have it learn from each other and share information. Mercury, any, any thoughts there? Sure, absolutely. Uh, the sessions are always really valuable and the uh, public relations, social media uh, session that just just finished was just really good to hear about different jurisdictions across the state and what they're doing and how they're handling uh, the public because our first and foremost responsibility is to meet the needs of citizens and residents in our communities and they're going to want to contact us and let us know what they think and so it's really good to hear what other jurisdictions are doing to handle uh, that phenomenon that we're in now. I think it makes a ton of sense to, to learn what others are doing, how you're thinking about new media or the, or the conversation that's building is really important. Maybe we could trans, uh, transition a little bit to the sort of next generation. I don't mean by age. I mean the next group of employees coming in. It was town managers. It's hard to hire people right now, reaching out, finding folks in there. So any reaction to, to how you're dealing with that, either new staff coming in, staff rolling out there? What's COVID done to, to that recruitment process Is it from a town manager perspective? Sure. I'll, I'll start first. Um, you know, this is a, a different generation that we're in now. When I say generation, I think that we all can probably uh, agree or at least uh, think about the fact that this COVID generation, this two-year period, is really um, taking us into a different generation. If you think before COVID, we had a different mindset. And so now um, we're kind of tail end of, of COVID, two years um, post. Um we're, we're seeing with regard to uh, just local government staffing in, in general, uh, just shifts and changes. Um, we're now looking more at virtual uh, employee, employee base as far as um, trying to serve our public in that manner and then trying to do in-person as well. So when you look at local government leadership and management, um, it's, it's taking a toll and stress on a lot of the leaders. So with regard to recruitment and seeing that new crop of, of leaders coming in, uh, it's a challenge. And uh, I think familiarity is always good. So, you know, Kai and I may talk about, you know, uh, some people that we are looking to hire in leadership and, and other managers across the, the region uh, because familiarity is also good as well. And so um, it's not a thing where it's a competition between jurisdictions, but we collaborate together and find out if um, – this person may be a good fit for our organization. It's a, it's a challenge because, again, this is a new generation uh, since since COVID has impacted us. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And uh, COVID has clearly shown that organizations have to have uh, more competitive pay, benefits, and working opportunities. Uh, our millennials are, and those a little bit older are looking for flexibility. And one of the things that we focused on in Leesburg to ensure our place in the market to uh, attract and retain top uh, employees is to have very flexible work schedules and a lot of telecommuting. And we've actually, we have full-time telecommuting staff that uh, live in Loudoun and outside of the state. Um, and we also have a lot of hybrid employees. And that's really a marketplace decision. 
to be able to uh, be able to again recruit and retain the top talent. Now the managers have to adjust and be able to supervise that. It's a different world, and some of the managers and directors are older, so there's a cultural shift that they are also learning. How do you measure someone's productivity when you don't visibly see them beyond uh, Microsoft Teams meeting type of thing? So that's something that we have done, but also our benefits and our pay. It's a very competitive. Uh, economic uh, environment today and you've got to be willing to pay well to get the best. Uh, the younger staff are going to leave. They're not as loyal as maybe Mercury and I would be in, as older people. So those are a virtual and remote flexibility and benefits of being competitive are very, very important. Excellent. Well, I, I appreciate the discussion very much here. Maybe let's close on one topic. One, one thing that you are optimistic about for the future as you look across the commonwealth and you you see where we're at today gathering in person for the first time at vml in, in a long time a couple of years and really seeing those connections build to there you know what gives you hope what gives you optimism sort of for the future looking out well i'll go first on that one I, i'm generally a very optimistic person in general i think uh, we've got a lot of we have a lot of lessons learned from covid but i see events even this conference uh, people are coming together I think it's probably a year ago, been very questionable whether or not this would have occurred. Last night we had our reception, but our community events are being held now, and people are beginning to make these decisions to come forward. Uh, we just had a big air show at Leesburg Airport a couple weeks ago, about eight to 10,000 people alone. Uh, it's outdoors, uh, but uh, people are coming out. I think they want to be out. I think the nation is very eager to return to whatever the new normal is. So I'm very optimistic that we'll be a better nation and better community as a result of COVID. Uh, but I think we're all ready to burst out as soon as we can. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that um, I'm hopeful, uh, like Kai, you know, we're both uh, glass half full people. Um, I, I'm hopeful that as we kind of come out of this environment uh, and getting in person more, more frequently, that um, there'll be more conversations and discussions um, with residents, with our staffs, and with our elected officials um, that'll be uh, more unified um, through diversity of thought. Um, you know, sometimes we can really retreat to certain uh, different positions or thoughts, and I think that. Um, the, the, the blessing of being separated and then seeing the joy of now coming back together and being a person, I think that, you know, people are starting to see that um, maybe we took for granted um, being able to be together. And so I think that uh, I'm seeing even in our community uh, where people have different points of view, um, where it may have been a little bit more uh, divisive. Um, now people are giving the other a chance to express what they think about a certain topic um, in a more collegial way and in a, in a more peaceful way. And I think that if, if our society does that, I mean, I think that that would be a big win coming out of, of, of COVID. And from a local government standpoint, um, that's all we ask for. I mean, as town managers, you know, we want to facilitate um, growth and, um, and positive change. And how you do that, well, you have to get different various opinions and views. And if you do that in a good, positive way, then I think we'll have successful communities. Excellent. Well, I, I appreciate the discussion very much. Uh, a big thanks to, to Mercury and Kai, two town managers, joining us here at the VML conference. Thank you very much. Well, thanks, thanks a lot. So John, Mercury, and Kai obviously made a few connections. But as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, it wasn't just local government officials and staff at the conference. 
I'm here to tell you more about it is a man who needs no introduction because, well, it's me. But I have managed to corral a couple folks who were unlucky enough to be hanging out in the hallway, and I thought I'd drag him in here. I've got Michael Spurlock, who is from the Richmond Region Tourism, and I've got Jennifer Lawson from the town of Pennington Gap, who is a Lee Theater volunteer, and her husband, Tony, is the manager, if I'm he not is. mistaken. Yes. yes. Richmond, I'm talking to Pennington Gap. I'm talking to two very different parts of Virginia, and yet here we are together in Leesburg as part of the Virginia Municipal League. I mean... And what's really cool is that I spend all my time talking to council members and mayors and managers. I very rarely talk to the people who are actually doing the work. Sorry, everyone else. That, that, that sounds bad, doesn't it, right? <laughs> who are in the trenches. So, Michael, tell me a little about what would you do for the city of Richmond and, and, and what brings you here today? So I work with the Convention Services Department for Richmond Region Tourism. So as we host next year's conference, the point of me being here this year was to be able to understand how the conference works, what the host city does, and seeing some of the amenities we can prepare for next year. So it's been a learning experience for like the whole time I've been here. It's been great, but also looking forward to showcasing Richmond next year in 2022. What's one thing you've learned? One thing I've learned? You get to pick the one thing you learned, the most important thing you've learned in the past 24 to 36 hours. Oh, that as much as like as much as programming is important and they're like really awesome programs that are going on a lot of these folks haven't seen each other in a while and this is an opportunity for them to connect and really make changes and it's really cool seeing how different municipalities and different cities connect so the biggest thing i've learned is just like that power of being in person and um I, how do i say this but just yeah, that, that networking energy is just untouchable. There's no time like FaceTime, right? Like <laughs> we get to see each other. In Pretty person. much, yeah, yes, true. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna get back to that that Richmond conference next year here in a minute. But I want to turn it over to Jennifer here for a second because Pennington Gap is very near and dear to our hearts. Um, our uh, one of our board members, Jill Carson, is uh, um, is a uh, uh, from Pennington Gap. She's a she's the vice mayor, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And um, her, she and her husband, Ron, have uh, the African-American History Museum down there. Um, is, that the correct, is that the correct title for the museum? The Appalachian African-American History Museum, I believe it is. And um, a, lot of our, a lot of our board members um, were down in Pennington Gap just a few weeks ago uh, touring the town and checking it out. And we got a bunch of photographs back and heard a bunch of great stories about the food and how amazingly nice everybody was. How long have you been in Pennington Gap? How did you get involved working with the theater, and what brought you here today? I have lived in Lee County all my life, so I actually live in Jonesville. But my husband, he works for the town of Pennington, so he's been there ever since it opened seven, eight years ago. Hmm. How um, old is the theater? Uh, is it a historic theater? It think? is. Yeah. It was. It's like... I don't know dates, but it burnt down first and they rebuilt it. And then it had been closed for a long time. And then, um, they, um, got money. They got donations and, um, they had a theater committee and they rebuilt and re, redone it and, um, changed it, changed it some and opened it back up. One of the pictures I saw from their trip down to Pennington Gap was of the uh, concession stand sign, uh, concession stand sign at the theater, and it said popcorn was like fifty cents. 
or something. Is that is that still the price of popcorn in the theater today? It's not because um, <laughs> you know it's a little bigger now. And right. So yeah. 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 Old theater, new popcorn. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Have to keep up with the process. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so um, next year, uh, VML is going to have our uh, our big to do in, in Richmond. I don't know very many of the details. I know we're going to be at the Marriott. Um, I'm not sure where they're going to do the host city night. Um, do you have any 411 for us? Do you know anything more than I would? I don't at the moment. Um but yeah, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, the thing is, but after seeing, uh, I attended the host city event last night. So yeah. just seeing, we were at the General Marshall's house, yeah. and just seeing how they incorporated the history as well as like local vendors. I definitely think that Richmond has an opportunity to showcase both of those things in one of the many locations. I don't want to put anything out preemptively, but. I got some ideas going All right. with the planners. Yeah. Okay, cool. I look forward to uh, to finding out more about your ideas and then making you commit to them at some point <laughs> in the near future. Yes, have you ever been to Pennington Gap? I have not. I have not. But, I mean... Uh, We've been chatting all day long. Yeah, so right, I definitely right. need to yeah. check it out. Yeah, um, he's right across from us, so I, we've been giving him ideas of what we like about things and you know what's worked. And right. Only at the VML conference would Richmond and Pennington Gap, like you know, be adjacent to each other all of a sudden. Uh, yes. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's good stuff. Mm. I'll confess, I've never been to Pennington Gap either. I've been down in Southwest Virginia a lot. Um, uh-huh. Used to drive into Tennessee through Bristol, but never cut north up into the mountains there. I. I really want to get down there. I've heard so many good things about just how beautiful it is. It is. It's really pretty. Yeah. We and have a lot. They have done a whole lot with the town. Um, you know, and Jill's been a big part of that. And we've got some great council members and manage, you know, the town manager, Keith, is really good. And, and you take it for granted in a big city like Richmond, but in a small town, it's really obvious that the people who are serving local government, the council members and the manager and the mayor, they're doing it because they care about the town. You know, it's not like they're getting paid a lot. It's not like it's a big, doesn't exactly. make them famous or anything. You know, right. it's just somebody's got to do it. Right. Somebody, somebody gets the energy and does it. Although yeah. us coming helps put us on the map. Absolutely. You know, so yeah. everybody, you know, we talk to, oh, there's Pennington Gap. There's mm-hmm. Pennington Gap. So you all are more than welcome to come and and tour it and enjoy it. And It's just fun to say, too. Pennington Gap. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it should be in a storybook. Right. Yes. Yeah. Have you been to Richmond? I have. Yeah? Just for, with, like, conferences. And, okay. Um, so, when you were in Richmond, did you explore the city at all? Did you find any destinations? Anybody take you out? No, we no. just went to good restaurants. Well, then you got to come to the conference next year. We'll, well show that's it what? off. There's We've already told Keith. Yeah. Um, Tony and I have already told him that we're yeah. coming. All right. Well, thanks, y'all. Well, thanks thank so much you. for being part of it. This is easy, right? <laughs> Not mm-hmm. too bad. All right. Well, take care. Have a good rest of the conference, all right? Thank, thank you. you. Okay. That wraps up the first VML Voice episode of Conference Connections. We've got three more, so check them all out. Thanks to our president, John Steely, for being such a great guest host. The VML Voice is made possible in part through the support of Virginia Housing and Dominion Energy. And now, here is this episode's VML Voice of Reason. I'm very optimistic that we'll be a better nation and better community as a result of COVID, uh, but I think we're all ready to burst out as soon as we can.